You're listening to WMFE's first newsroom-wide multimedia series focusing on immigration. Central Florida Seen and Heard, Immigration Divide, explores the impacts of the state's new immigration law, SB 1718, which went into effect at the beginning of July. The series will focus on the history of immigration in Florida, why supporters say this law is needed, and how it's affecting all people in our community. WMFE's vision is to lead the community conversation based on substantiated facts and respect for diverse perspectives. One critical tool we have in journalism to meet those goals is our words. Hi, I'm Brendan Byrne, WMFE's Assistant News Director, with A Word on Words. The WMFE Newsroom, like most other professional news organizations, follows stylistic standards set by the Associated Press, an independent, not-for-profit news agency dedicated to factual reporting. In 2013, AP issued a style change in the way it describes people living in a country illegally, no longer sanctioning the term illegal immigrant. Instead, AP tells its journalists to describe the action, such as living in or immigrating to a country illegally. In addition to the AP style book, WMFE relies on NPR style guide, and like AP, it instructs journalists to not refer to people or groups as illegal immigrants or aliens. Instead, it guides reporters to use language describing the action, like people who have entered the country illegally. When describing people, the terms unauthorized or undocumented are acceptable. The way in which we describe the people we are reporting on in this series is important. Immigration advocates consider language like illegal or alien to be discriminatory. It's kind of like the bullies making fun of somebody. That's Irene Pons, an immigration attorney and partner at My Orlando Lawyer. They don't feel like they're part of the American culture or that they can feel comfortable being here because of the way that they're referred to. In meeting our goal of journalism based on substantiated facts and respect for diverse perspectives, WMFE will follow the guidelines set by AP and NPR. You'll hear the term undocumented rather than illegal immigrant or other derogatory terms. I would love to see them and heard as human beings and call them the new Americans. You Mm -hmm. know, what a great way to have a welcoming um, opportunity for those that are seeking a better life and to humanize someone's story and to give them that opportunity to be heard. Governor Ron DeSantis signed SB 17 into law on May 10th. The law has stepped up requirements on businesses to verify the immigration status of employees using a system called E-Verify. It has made it illegal to transport undocumented people across state lines and requires hospitals to ask about a person's immigration status. We propose uh, strong legislation to curb illegal immigration, both deterring illegal immigrants from coming to Florida but also holding people accountable within Florida who were involved in illegal immigration. And so we made that promise. We said that we were going to go big. uh, And today we deliver on that promise by signing Senate Bill 1718. That law went into effect July 1st. And within the text of the law, the bill uses the term alien almost two dozen times. Randy Fine is a Republican member of the Florida House and co-sponsor of his chamber's version of the bill. He says the term is accurate. Alien does not just mean someone from another planet. An alien is someone from another country that is that is in that is in a that is in a country illegally. That is what the term means. A 2021 policy memo from the Department of Justice clarified terminology used by the federal government in its immigration office, replacing the term alien with terms like respondent or migrant, and the term illegal alien with undocumented non-U.S. citizen or undocumented individual. 
I want you to think of the insanity of that term. This is someone who's not a documented or undocumented citizen. Look, the Biden administration can use the ignorant language of stupidity that they want to in Florida. We're going to describe people as they are. But immigration advocates like attorney Irene Pons see the word choice as intentional. To me, it's an act of deterrence, right? If we can use language to refer to people that's derogatory, we can use that as a means to deter them and to make them feel less human. The language of the law is also leading to confusion in Central Florida's migrant community. The bill criminalizes the act of transporting an undocumented individual to Florida. With such a new law, there's a level of uncertainty, which brings fear. That uncertainty comes from a language barrier, too. Pons says she has a difficult time translating the legal definition of knowingly into Spanish. Provisions of the bill criminalize knowingly and willingly transporting an undocumented individual to the state. The bill itself says five or more people. And it says knowingly, you know, that word doesn't translate really well to Spanish. You know, it's con conocimiento, but they're like, well, that's like knowing my aunt or knowing my cousin. And I'm like, no, no, not like knowing someone like that. It's so it was really hard to translate knowingly. The law's intent is to keep undocumented migrants from entering the state. But the provisions of the law and lack of understanding and translation of those legal terms have kept some in the community fearful of driving within the state. During our reporting of this series, WMFE spoke with many people in Central Florida's migrant community, some that are living undocumented in this state. In some cases, WMFE's news director, LaToya Dennis, has authorized reporters to omit a source's last name, and in some cases, use an alias. Anonymity in stories at WMFE is not given out frequently. The Society for Professional Journalism's Code of Ethics states that organizations reserve anonymity for sources who may face danger, retribution, or harm, and have information that cannot be obtained elsewhere. It goes on to say that news organizations need to explain why anonymity was granted. WMFE took into consideration the legal and societal ramifications these sources face by talking with news media. As we learned in our reporting, immigration is a polarizing subject. Not only does this community face legal consequences for sharing their stories, but they could also face retribution from others in their community. Words are powerful. They have the power to divide, but they also have the power to help us understand. We hope this series elevates the words and voices of those we spoke with to provide our audience with those substantiated facts and diverse perspectives on the issue. We hope it provides the context we need to understand the complexities of our community and the issue of immigration here in Central Florida.